0: Good morning out there. Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Eric Compton, a.k.a. Miss Town Business. And I have my battle buddy, my brother from another mother, my co-host, Mr. Brian Barefield.
1: Hey, what's going on? It's Big Sarge reporting in for duty. What's going on, man? How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, bro. Just getting ready to head down here to this... Uh... Uh, Texas versus Giants game, man. I got to cover that game today, so somebody got to win. Yeah, so someone zero's got to go and uh, for all you guys for the first time listeners,
0: um, my battle brother Mr. Brian Bearfield, is actually a sports columnist for the Houston Style Style Magazine, so if you guys can check that out, go ahead and check him out. He's also got credentials with the Pro Footballs Robert's Association as well. So, you know, we uh, we know what we're talking about around here. So, this ain't, this ain't the bobby shop talking about. So, uh, before we get in, <laughs> amen. Hey, before we get into the, the, the nitty gritty, man, let's just go ahead and knock it out and then we'll get right into that. Zero. Somebody zero's got to go. So, give
1: me time where they can find you at, man. Say that one more. Say that last part again. Was about to let uh, somebody got to go and out of here. Oh, someone part. zero's
0: got to go and let them know where they can find you at, man.
1: Oh, man. Uh, listen, I. Okay, so I want to take the Texans today. And you can find me at Big Star Sports with a Z at Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Brian uh, L. Bearfield. Make sure you put the L in the middle uh, on Facebook. Yeah, like I said, my name is Eric Compton,
0: a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. You can find me at Money Compton on Instagram. You can also find me at Eric Compton on Facebook. And you can also email the show at Sports Business. Put the Z, B-S-P-O-R-T-Z, B-I-Z-N-U-S-S at gmail.com. So like we were saying, BB, you're already headed down to that uh, Houston and uh, New York Giants game. Both teams are zero and two. Somebody zero's got to go, man. And I know you've been kind of following closely with Houston uh, down there in uh, H-Town. Tell them... uh, well, you know what? What can we expect, man? Because you know, Houston's been somewhat of a disappointment. I know Deshaun Watson's been coming off of that torn ACL. So you know, usually off of a torn ACL, man, it takes like a good year for you to kind of maintain what you used to be. So um, I expect the Houston Texas to win, man. Like New York, the New York Giants haven't shown me anything. Uh, They've been just kind of. Uh, Feature Saquon Barkley too much, you know. There's been rumblings the Odell Beckham wants the ball a little bit more, so hopefully we'll see the OBJ. But uh, I expect J- J- and Cloudy he's activated today. He had some back spasms last week to so, uh, wreak havoc him and JJ uh, Watt with Eric Flowers not even being there as well as the uh, New
1: York Giants starting center man. So tell them what's going on with them, man. Man, I look at it as the, the the Texans will get their first win today, and I said that on last week, and I don't know how they had a lapse in, in judgment, but I think that they're finally starting to. To put it together, it was a different mood in the locker room this week because they knew that they weren't supposed to lose to the Tennessee Titans now with a Blaine Gabbert-led team. So, with with that being said, you know the mood in the locker room was is it's, it's almost like a must-win game uh, because they don't want to go down 0-3. Like I said earlier, um, if there's only been uh, 169 teams that went on, there's been 169 teams that have went 0-3. Uh, since the night since 1980, but only five of them made the uh, made made the playoffs. So that's 2.9. percent So the, the Texans definitely can't don't want to fall into that hole, especially when you got you know the Jacksonville Jaguars steady progressing and going up, and they don't want to get too far behind in the in the division. And so I look at it as they're going to have uh, a, a pretty good game today. I mean Deshaun Watson. Got back on track a little bit last mm-hmm. week. He had 300 yards mm-hmm. passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and so you can see that the nervousness from the first game against the New England Patriots are, is gone. And so, uh, when you look at, at that, and based on the fact that you know the New York Giants are replacing Eric Flowers today with a second-year starter right in front of J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. so if J.J. Watt was looking to get himself back on track and get go back to the old 20-plus sack years, this may just get him going. I think I think he's going to have multiple sack games. Today.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. So I definitely expect the Houston Texans to win. Like I said, you know, that, that, that was my dark horse of the, uh, of the NFL this year was Texans. So, um, I think it's almost a gimme being the fact that it's your home opener this, today as well. So, um, one thing I kind of want to ask you real quick before you transition to another game, maybe. I didn't realize this is Javion Clowney's fifth year and he's still in that rookie contract, so he's technically a free agent at, this, at the end of this year. Can we expect the Houston Texans to pay, or can Javion Clowney expect Khalil Mack or Von Miller money and Aaron Donald money when it comes up to this offseason? Do you think he'll
1: get that, he'll get paid cash out like that? I don't think he'll get that, that much money, um, you know, as far as what, Khalil Mack, uh, Aaron Donald, Von Miller got, but he will get just up under that. Uh, The the problem that has plagued the problem that has plagued the Damian Mm -hmm. Clowney has been injury since he's been into the league. But we see when he's healthy, he can be an All Pro Mm -hmm. like he was last year. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't give give him the credit that he deserves for being an All Pro last year. You remember now they lost uh, J.J. Watt and they lost um, Mm -hmm. uh, Whitney Merciless in the same game in the on the same drive against the Kansas City Chiefs on a Sunday night game on last year. So this, this the uh, the all-pro that he received last year was coming from fighting against double teams, knowing that he was the only thing on that defensive line that could hurt other teams, and he still was able to have a stellar year. So as long as he stays healthy, he'll get the money. He won't get that wow. Khalil Mack money, but he will get, get you know, maybe not, not top five top money, 10, maybe top. like... Uh, yeah. bottom five money.
0: Yeah, so top 10. 10, I ten. I definitely think top ten. Uh, top ten money as far as that defensive defensive and pass rush uh, type of money. So, like you said, injuries are kind of hampered him, but when when healthy, the brother can actually ball out. So, um, I'm gonna go with the Texans, but uh. You know, we'll see what ends up happening because somebody zero's got to go. And I, I know I don't want to see another tie, man. I, I'm tired of all these tied football games. So, uh, moving on, man, we're going to talk about the NFL's version of the Bayou Classic, man. And that's the Atlanta Falcons against the New Orleans Saints, man. So, anybody <laughs> knows anything about the Bayou Classic, man? This is kind of like how the NFL's version is going to be. These two teams do not like each other. Uh, they're very, very close to each other. And uh, they're both one and one. So, and it's a divisional game. So, I, you know, I, I definitely think New Orleans defense has looked a little shaky this year so far. Um, Mark Ingram being suspended the first four games has actually um uh been somewhat of a surprise of how much they can't even move the ball without Mark Ingram running the ball. So uh and then also the Atlanta Falcons, they just haven't looked good at all as well, man. So who you what, you, what what's going on with Atlanta? Because that that's a that's a little bit of a mind-boggling thing.
1: Well, I I, I I guess Matt Ryan was listening to Sports Talk with Big Sarge, uh, weekdays three to five p.m. on the legendary KYOK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that he was listening, man, because if you look at last week, what he finally did was he wasn't. If you remember the first game, he tried to force a lot of passes mm-hmm. into Julio yeah. Jones in the red zone, and when he had other wide receivers open, <laughs> this this last game against the Carolina Panthers, he started to. Uh, look away from Julio because Julio mm-hmm. was being doubled. Uh, uh, he was being double teamed, so he started to look where he had better matchups at, and he was able to find two wide receivers. And he he also did something that was unMatt Ryan ish and run the ball. So I think he had two yeah, he touchdowns did, yeah, last yeah. week. So Matt Ryan, yeah, Matt Ryan is starting. I mean, maybe this is the Matt Ryan that you know that they had during the Super Bowl during that Super Bowl run. If he can. Uh, Take some of that pressure off of Julio Jones by throwing to other wide receivers and making the defense shift just a little bit. They can't. They'll be a lot better. Plus, the uh, with the with the injury to Devontae Freeman, it's going to be hard for the Atlanta Falcons to get a running game going. And so, when we look at that, when we look at the Atlanta Falcons overall, if Matt Ryan can stay consistent like he was on last week in a divisional game against the Carolina Panthers, I think that they'll they'll pull it off this week. Plus, I just do not trust the New Orleans Saints defense. I mean, we know that what their offense is going to look like when it comes to Drew Brees. And Alvin Kamara, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he isn't built for all those carries just yet, but he's maybe he's not built for being the featured back in the New Orleans Saints system. So I guess as time goes on, we will see. But I just don't trust the new, new Orleans Saints defense, they they, they played. Yeah, flex- man, and
0: I think ever since that whole missed tackle uh, of the NFC Divisional round game against Minnesota last year, I don't know if that's something that's haunting them, but ever since then after, after that missed tackle, they just haven't looked good on defense, man. But, uh, you know, going back to what you said as far as week one against the Philadelphia Eagles with the Atlanta Falcons, man, they have one of the better receiving trios in the game with uh, uh, Calvin Ridley and also Mohamed Sanu, so... I was, uh, I was a little bit surprised that, you know, Matt Ryan uh, is finally starting to throw that rock around. Um, without Devontae Freeman in the backfield, it'll be definitely interesting because Kevin Coleman's going to get more carries. And Kevin Coleman's more of a, the bruiser back, and Devontae Freeman's more of the, the scat back that kind of, you know, can, can move around the field. So it'll be definitely interesting to see, man. But, uh, you know, both teams are one and one in a highly competitive division. Uh, but, you know, they're already behind the, behind the eight ball with uh, Tampa Bay being uh, somewhat a surprise this year. So uh, you know, I definitely think that either one of these teams, uh, they definitely don't want to get behind too much with that one and two start. But if I had to go with the team, I think I'm gonna trust Atlanta. I'm gonna go out on the limb and go with Atlanta today, man, just because I think that defense on the Saints just doesn't look good at all, man.
1: Yeah, me too. Like I said, I'm gonna go out and not go out on the limb, but I'm just gonna say that I think that overall Atlanta has, you know, the better team. Plus, I mean, let me ask you this though, E. Where you at the party at? New Orleans or Ooh. Atlanta, man? That's that's the hardest Ooh. decision to make, right there. I don't know which city I want to party man, in. Man, uh, man, I don't know. So uh, this year, I actually went to New Orleans for
0: the first time, man. so um, I actually got to spend a whole weekend down in New Orleans, man. That that town loves party, bro. But man, it's hard to go against Chocolate City down there in the fold fold too, man. uh, uh it, it, ew, man. I, 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 ew, if I had to go on the limb, man. Just because I just came back from New Orleans this past year, man, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say New Orleans. Man. Because Canal Street, Bourbon Street, all these places down there, man, it's cracking like some broken bones. And plus the food. If anybody knows me, man, I love to eat. I love to eat. I love to eat. And they got some
1: banging restaurants down there, man. So if I had to go on to live, man, a limit, I'm going to go on and say uh, New Orleans, man. Yeah, I, I would say I would like to party in New Orleans, too. Taking nothing away from yeah. Atlanta, but it's just, I think that for me, because Atlanta is so spread out, that's the thing that gets me, man. But New Orleans, you go right to a central location. You yeah, not to mention, low. but, uh, you know, Atlanta, I, uh, you know, one thing about Atlanta, I like Atlanta
0: sports team, uh, the sports little area. I hate the fact that the Braves ended up moving out to, uh, I think, Cobb County. Uh, when they had Turner Field right down there. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Phillips Arena's right there. The aquarium's on the other side of the street. CNN headquarters is right there. That whole little Olympic Park area, man, that place is... I mean, that it don't get no better than that, man, with the, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium on the other side, man, with the Georgia Dome speak. All that little area right there. Then you got Peachtree on the other side, man. Uh, Gladys Knights Chicken and Waffles is a good place to hit up. If it's still open, I heard they got shut down. But, you know, they was popping once upon a time. But, uh, yeah, man, that whole little area right there downtown Atlanta is
1: live, bro. Oh, yeah, it is live, man. I love when I go to visit my, my, my parents, yeah, man. man. I just is. have so, a great time. You can't go wrong with either one of the two
0: cities, man, at all. But, uh, you know, one team that we're going to take a look at, because I think we've been sleeping on them a little bit, and uh, I think they the whole league has been sleeping on them as well, is uh, probably tomorrow night's game. That's Pittsburgh Steelers against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Tampa Bay has actually surprised the whole league by starting off the season with James Winston being suspended the first three games. And putting in my Ryan Fitzpatrick, aka Fitz Magic, aka Mr. Conor McGregor, aka Fitz Money, man. He's out here looking like he's the runaway MVP of the league right now, man. And meanwhile, Pittsburgh—they look old all of a sudden, man. They look like uh, an unstoppable machine last year, and all of a sudden, these guys just don't look like they know how to press uh, the square button and man and tackle people, man.
1: Oh man, it's uh, it, it, I put it like this. You know that old saying that goes, "All good things must come to an end." I don't know why people never thought that the Pittsburgh Steelers run was going to come to an end. If you look, if you look in the past, have they have they actually drafted anybody, any 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 young talent that you look at and say, "Oh man, they're going to be great." And then when they lost their heart and soul mm-hmm. and Ryan Shazier on the defensive side of the ball, that's it, man. They're, they're they are in decline, and people are going to realize that sooner sooner than later. If they don't, if they don't. Go ahead and swallow their pride and bring in Le'Veon Bell back into that system, man. You may be looking at a Pittsburgh Steelers team who hasn't made the playoffs in a very long time, and Mike Tomlin will be on the hot seat. They just don't have enough offensive firepower without Le'Veon Bell to win games. Ben Roethlisberger is getting older and older, and now you're starting to see one thing that I've always loved about Big Ben is that he was tough. And I, and I said that, you know, if I was starting mm-hmm. the team, I would take Big Ben because it's he, he teaches his receivers, hey, you just keep running the route. No matter how many mm. times you see me get hit, I can take two or three hits and I won't, I can still get the ball off. But now he's starting – those hits are starting to come back on him. And I'm going to use a boxing analogy. Man, sometimes you're yeah, going look drunk. Yeah, and Definitely. so, uh, yeah, and so with that being said, man, I don't – I don't trust – I just don't trust the Pittsburgh Steelers without Le'Veon Bell. I've been saying that for I don't know how long. Since, in, in, since the offseason, I said if they don't bring him back. They won't be good. And then you look on the other side of the ball, you know, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, I don't know what's gotten into Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's starting to look like he did, though. Uh, a lot of people don't remember that when he was the uh, quarterback for the Jets, I think he had, like, almost 4,000 yards mm-hmm. passing, 31 touchdowns and, you know, 15 interceptions, but yeah. he was effective. He's making Deshaun Jackson look like the old Deshaun Jackson that we knew mm-hmm. from the Eagles days and, and – you know, but it's gonna take. Hold on, it's gonna take one more week of Deshaun Jackson showing me that before I go ahead and just say he's finally back. Because, like I said, man, look, they wasn't even making Deshaun Jackson jerseys that the beginning of the year <laughs> to sell. Now, all of a sudden, they're scrambling trying to find a Deshaun Jackson jersey to put out there because you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans are, um, are are looking for it. And then, look, Eric, before you before you get into it and you and you say you know what who you have in this game. Man, it's starting to look like—is it—is it the the trajectory of the ball coming from Ryan Fitzpatrick compared to um, Jameis Win- Winston that's having Mike Evans, uh, Mike, Evans? What's the, what, Mike Evans catch the ball more and not drop it I, as much? so? So it's my
0: understanding that Deshaun Jackson, I guess, once when he found out. Uh, Fitzpatrick was going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the first three games. You know, they kind of was just playing with Hausman, and they told, they basically told him, like, hey, man, just throw the ball up there. We'll get it there. But I think it's just the way Fitzpatrick is just getting getting the ball to Mike Evans, where Mike Evans is just able to catch the ball. I don't know if he's extending his hands out a little bit more, or he sat there and went with Jerry Rice and started running some heels out there in San Francisco and was getting bricks thrown at him, so he can catch the, uh, catch the ball. I don't know what it is, but Mike Evans looks super-duper-duper effective this year, and um, it's definitely showing. Um, I think OJ Howard is another guy that's uh, sat there and uh, showed out a little bit more. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, it, it's, it's really weird because it's the same offensive players. It's just a different quarterback. And suppose this quarterback was just supposed to hold the hold the fort down. But this dude is out here just straight balling. And I don't know if this is kind of like a Carson Wentz, Nick Foles instance. But uh, like you said, Fitzpatrick has not been worst starting quarterback ever like he ain't no nathan peterman like he's had okay years up in buffalo um like you said he had almost a four thousand yard season out there in, uh in new york as well so um to answer your question i don't know what it is as far as how he's able to get the uh get uh mike evans is so effective where mike evans isn't dropping the ball because i think he was one of the league leaders in drop passes last year so um it's interesting to see what they got going on but i ain't gonna lie man i'm riding this fish patrick train man because uh I'm. I'm interested to see what uh what outfit uh, Deshaun Jackson's gonna let uh, Fitzpatrick uh, t- uh tomorrow night.
1: Oh man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Fitzpatrick came out a yeah, man uh, Man-free or whatever they call him. Let well, just know. Them, 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 hey, look, them short pants yeah, that be above with, with your socks, no definitely no, come no come out socks out of in. On, man. You think? Exactly. Yeah, so I'm for taking Pam on that, man. man. On the other side, like you said,
0: with Pittsburgh, man. Uh, they need to get Le'Veon Bell in. Like, you know, you ever see one of them like have them them, them them sports movies, man? They got the Joker that comes in at halftime, they come in and win the game for him because they said they hit the, the winning shot or score, the winning touchdown, man. I'm hoping to see Le'Veon Bell do something like that. I'm a huge Le'Veon Bell fan, but uh time's ticking, man. In Pittsburgh, you know, you know, they got issues with Antonio uh, Brown right now. He out here acting like a fool. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster's kind of regressed this year. Um, it'll be definitely it, 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 uh, you know, it's it's just interesting to see the Pittsburgh Steelers just crumble before our eyes because as long as I can remember, the Pittsburgh Steelers have never been a team that has never went to the playoffs. You know, this will be probably one of the first times in my life where I've seen them not go to the playoffs. Um, I'm pretty sure in my time frame that has happened maybe one. I'm pretty sure I could just count on one hand the times that they have not gone to the playoffs. So um, there needs to be a sense of urgency out there in the Steel City, um, but they're running into a buzzsaw, man. But also look on the back end for Tampa Bay, because they play Monday night, and then they play Thursday night, man. So, uh, the scheduling guys have not been really too friendly to some of these teams. Uh, I know the New York Jets last Thursday have played three games in 11 days. I mean, so it, it's definitely interesting to see that. You got Tampa play playing on a Monday night. They got to turn around and play three days later for a Thursday night game. I don't... I, that just ain't cool to me. So, Um, It'll be interesting to see how they do. And then also, Jameis Winston will be uh, eligible to return uh, week four, which will be Thursday. So I think today will be the make-or-break-it game. So even if somehow uh, Pittsburgh lucks up and wins this game and Ryan Fitzpatrick plays really, really effective, I expect to see uh, Fitzpatrick to be the quarterback on Thursday so uh, and if that's the case I don't know when Jacobs Winston is going to step back on the field because he's entering in the contract year too so um, it'll be interesting to see man but uh, you know enough on that one uh, we're going to move into a game that uh, one player has uh, taken the lead by storm and some of them are saying he's probably hands down uh, the league MVP right now and that would be Patrick Mahomes and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs playing against the San Francisco 49ers uh today uh Patrick Mahomes is leading the uh, league with 10 10 touchdowns and I don't even think he's an interception yet and uh this uh, he's got this offense just looking amazing and then on the other hand you got Jimmy Garoppolo who's kind of run into uh kind of a mental block we're playing two tough teams with uh he beat Detroit last week and then they got ran into Minnesota who's probably the best defense in the NFL man but uh what's your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes man?
1: Man, I, I I I like the kid, man. I think that he's making some uh he's making some really good decisions. He he's getting the ball out of his hands really quick and uh, you know, and I like that. Uh I, I like I like what I'm seeing from uh from Patrick Mahomes right now. So it'll be interesting to to see how he's going to continue mm-hmm. to play as the season goes on once people start getting the tape and everything on him, and and starting to actually scheme for him. I think now I think that the league wasn't ready At for all. him. I don't think that the league oh, was yeah. expecting him. And uh, but he's he, he looks really good. They said that um uh, you know I was watching something this morning where they said that the thing for him is they treating him they they're treating him just like how they how they did Alex Smith as if he'd been in the league forever. They're making him go to the whiteboard and draw up plays and what he see. And they said that the, the 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 reason why he looks so good is because he's going with his first read, and the and the way that Andy Reid is designing these offense, uh, designing the offensive plays for him, the first read is pretty much open. Right, all and time. that and that's
0: crazy that they're already giving him. Uh the uh the chisel uh the chisel pen to go on the whiteboard and just show him what you know what he sees out there on the field that's pretty amazing and not to mention man when you got guys like Tyree Kill Travis Kelsey Sammy Watkins is practically your number two receiver you got Kareem out of the back Kareem Hunt out of the backfield man I mean you know I mean that's practically almost four all pros right there um, that he's working with and not to mention man uh I'm a, you know I definitely like the kid I think he's gonna be solid. Um, but, you know, Kansas City does Kansas City things, man. They always start come off the blocks just, you know, ripping off five, six, seven games in a row. Then they end up losing three out of four games. And somehow mid- managing to win the last two out of four and then you get, get smoked out of the first round of the playoffs. So I don't know if that's the same issue, but uh, I talked to Tux about it last week, and I'm definitely going to stand by it. And I think that eventually with the Kansas City Chiefs just being able to score, you know, drive the ball down the field so fast when they're just running three or four play drives and, you know, the offense is going on there for – two to three minutes, I think that's going to end up hindering the defense because I don't think that defense is out there is made to sit there and play so many snaps uh, for so long because the Kansas City Chiefs, the offense is scoring so many uh, so many, uh, scoring so fast, I should say. So it'll be definitely interesting to see. On the other hand, man, what's your thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo first uh, so far for the first two games? Because, you know, I I was one that went on the limb and I was kind of, I think it was just me and you, man they were the only ones that were like, man, I don't know too much about this Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't know if he deserved all this money, so um, I'm still sticking by that. Uh, he has not impressed me at all. Like He played a whole lot of Pop-Tart teams last year, teams that kind of threw it in after when they won those five games, and you know, he ran into a legit team last uh, the first week one with Minnesota, and then they uh, beat up on Detroit last week, but
1: uh, what's your thoughts on him, man? Because I'm not sold on the I... So Jimmy Garoppolo is one quarterback who keeps getting passes Mm -hmm. and keep getting passes because on last year, you know, he won, he ripped off those five games and we're like, well, we don't have enough because we haven't seen him play a quality team. Even when he played Jacksonville, they weren't Mm -hmm. really playing for anything. The Rams weren't, didn't even start Mm -hmm. most of their starters. And now this year, we got to give him a pass again because he's without a lot of his offensive weapons. And so he has, you know, they have sustained a lot of injuries, like, um, like we've talked about before, with the running back, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry McKinnon, losing, losing out. I mean, losing this entire season due to an Achilles injury, and then he lost Marquise Goodwin. And so he doesn't have. I, I don't think we'll be able to get a good sample size of actually what Jimmy G is going to be until he gets everybody. Until he and gets everybody. And not to mention, man, you know, he doesn't have the
0: best offensive weapons. Like I said, if you look on the other side. If you plug Jimmy Garoppolo in and you put him in with the Kansas City Chiefs, would his numbers look a little bit better now that he has, you know, a guy like Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt working with him, as opposed to, I don't even know who their running back is. They got Pierre Garçon, who I feel like he's been in the league since I was in high school. Um, Marquise Goodwin has not looked uh, all that amazing as well. So, um, And Marquise Goodwin is a good guy who can stretch the field, but I don't know as far as running routes. He can do anything else besides that. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's gotten too much of a pass. Uh, You know, I I don't I, I don't know about him yet, and I don't know if I can get on the train with him. But I'm not really feeling him just yet. But. You know, I think this week will be kind of a make it a break again because Kansas City on the other side, they have a solid defense. They have a bid, but don't break defense. So they're in middle of a pack road defense that can uh, let it hammer down with uh, Eric Berry back there, man, in the down. So it'll be definitely interesting to see, man. But uh, that's all we got today, man. We're going to kind of cut this a little short because we got things that we got to do to reach out to these games. But, uh, BB, if you got one thing that you would look at, look out after after these two uh, these couple of games that we touched on. I know we didn't cover every
1: single game. If you have one thing you want to kind of reach out on and see, what would it be, man? Uh, I'm interested to see what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do today. I don't think that they're going up against a formidable op- opponent in the Seattle Seahawks, but anytime you have uh, you know Russell Wilson on one side of the ball and you know Earl Thomas on the other side of the ball, and I think that the Seahawks are getting back a couple of their uh defensive players this week and it's going to be very interesting to see what Dak is going to do will we see the Dak Prescott that we've seen in uh two years ago or are we going to see this, the same Dak Prescott that you know hasn't had uh, a, a good 200 yard passing game and I don't know in forever will uh the one thing that I do know is that Ezekiel Elliott runs very well against the mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks, and so if they feed him the ball a lot, we'll get a chance to see on the on the other side, the defense side of the ball. <laughs> with the Cowboys, um, you know, they they got the, they they renamed themselves the Hot Boys, Uh-oh. so Uh-oh. that whole defensive the whole defensive front seven have, have ca- they now call themselves the Hot Boys. And uh, I would like to say that I knew that, but no, I did not until I watched Michael Irvin this morning, and he's the one that reported on it, so uh, I will give NFL Network Michael Irvin the credit for that. I just want to see, man, I, I'm, I i will say this, though, I am very impressed, very impressed by the defensive front seven so far. I mean, to, to hold a Cam Newton-led team to 16 points and then come out uh, the next week against the New York Giants and have six mm-hmm. sacks in one game so that's going to be my uh that that's what going to be one of the games that i'm going to be paying close attention to because if the cowboys win then you know it's going to be that same narrative are the cowboys back yeah or what yeah uh, it'll
0: be definitely interesting to see man uh i think uh if the cowboys can do what they need to do today man that defense has been amazing they've been the reason why they've been able to keep uh uh, Dak Prescott I and mean, Ezekiel Elliott in the boys on the offensive side of the uh, ball in these games so close, man, is because of that defense. And I'm almost going on the limb saying they're practically almost the elite, man. Like, I would definitely say they're within the top five to seven uh, best defenses in the league. Um, I think there's two, uh, I'm going to go with two things, man. Two things I want to kind of reach out and see, man, is one, how bad are the Oakland Raiders going to lose to the Miami Dolphins and how much of an embarrassment that's going to be because nobody's really expecting Miami to be a 2-0 team, and yet here they are here. Today, Sunday, 2 and 0 in the end of September. So it'll be definitely interesting to see them, uh, see how bad Oakland ends up beating, uh, losing to Miami. I don't think uh, Oakland traveling 3,000 miles all the way down to South Beach is a good thing. Uh, them dudes is too old, but maybe, hey, who knows? You know, that uh, that humidity down there in Florida will get them bones those guys' bones a little bit more flexibility and they'll be able to do a little bit better, but uh, I'm not expecting Oakland to do big things, uh, but we'll end up seeing how that goes.
1: Uh, Number two is... going. Yeah. Uh, uh, E, E, I I didn't mean to stop you, but I'm going to say this, bro. I just want to throw this in. I actually think that the Raiders are going to win. I actually think that the Raiders can pull it off uh, only because these last two weeks, man, they haven't looked that bad on, on offense, and especially last week, they Finally, found a way to get the ball to uh, Cooper. what's the wide receiver's name? Yeah, they finally found a, b- a way to get him. What they had, he had uh, 11 what did he have, 10 catches, yeah. 10 or 11 catches? Yeah, 116 he was at, yeah, he was at yeah, 11 catches for like I believe 116,
0: 117 or something like
1: that. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what uh. What the opposite side of the ball is going to do, so I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that you know I'm gonna. All make right, the Raiders, well there
0: bro. you have it. He say BB's going with the Raiders. I'm
1: going with the Dolphins.
0: Uh, uh, number the, the second thing I want to take a look at is how bad the L A. the battles of the Freeway City man. That's gonna be L A. Chargers against the L A. Rams man. L A. Rams have looked on fire, bro. Like them boys have been balling out. Uh, they've been out here smoking everybody that they played. Um, it'll be definitely interesting to see uh, how this new, renewed rivalry is going to go. Um, I believe when they actually uh, move into the new stadium, they'll be sharing the stadium, so it'll definitely be interesting to see how that game plays out as well. And then Also, the Sunday night game, man. Uh, Bill Belichick plays against his disciple uh, Matt Patricia with the number two pencil in his ear that has a plastic uh, placard when he calls his plays. So it'll be definitely interesting to see how that turns out because Patriots are one and one So... Um, that's all I got, man.
1: Anything else you want to finish up with, man? Uh, yes. My big sports dummy award goes to the I was going to go there, man. I was going to go there, man. Uh,
0: yeah, man. I don't know how they gave up that lead last night. Uh, but, uh, stay, shout out to Stanford, man. They sat there and, you know, a couple, a couple of plays got uh, blessed with them. They got blessed with a couple of plays and ended up doing what they needed to do. The black coach, Mr. David Shaw, ended up showing out last night and. uh, Somehow Stanford's, Stanford just don't never <laughs> go away, man. And, uh, yeah. That, that, I think I was going to go with, back you up on my big sports dummy on that one, man, because Oregon had, oh, and, and Virginia, yeah, Tech. Virginia Tech, man. You, how you lose Old Dominion, bro? Like, how does that, how, how is that possible, man? So, right. uh,
1: coming in as a double digit, double yeah, digit point, point favorite team in, the, in the nation,
0: man. But, uh, uh, and then also Nebraska getting smoked by Michigan. What was it, like 49 to zip or something like that? Yeah, man. So uh, yeah. Scott Frost, you got some explaining to do, but uh, definitely some uh, some uh, some interesting things that take place yesterday in the college football world. We hope you enjoyed the college football preview show. But uh, other than that, man, BB, I know we got to run up out of here. But uh, be sure to tune in tonight uh, tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow. We're gonna do tonight or tomorrow, man.
1: Uh, let's do.
0: Let's gonna, do tomorrow. We can do so tomorrow, tomorrow Monday night. We're gonna do our Monday night pre uh, pre uh, post game wrap up show, man. So. uh... Y'all be safe, enjoy y'all games, have fun if you're all going out there tailgating. But uh Big Sarge and I, we got some things to do to, on our back end to sit there and follow these
1: games. So uh we out.